What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby. And Katie. And we're back with another episode, guys. Sorry we did not make one last week. Uh, you know, life got in the way, and that's all right. But we back. Um, a little housekeeping. If you checked our Instagram and TikTok, you can see that we are doing uh, some gardening. And we are going to uh, harvest that up once it's done and contribute it to the community. We had some seeds and dirts, and that, so that's what we want to do. Um, if you would like to help us with that, you don't even have to give us money. If you have any seeds, if you have some dirt, if you got some wood, anything, you can do so. A listener gifted us with some seeds, and we're very, very grateful for that. Um, yes. So thank you very much. Also, if you would like to help what we're doing as far as the community fridge and designs, you can do so. Not only can you contribute monetarily, but there also is a link in our link tree. If you are in Memphis and you would like to join us in person, you can do so as well. All right. I think that's it for housekeeping. Okay. Let's get into the show. Two things. Okay. So a lot happened when we were gone. And we're not really going to harp on it. We're just going to link y'all back to some episodes. Okay, so Chris Smalls met up with um, Joe Biden. Okay, we, we pretty much called that. Listen to our episode, Why Liberals Love Unions. Okay. And uh, also, Roe v. Wade is potentially going to be overturned. Um, we called that too. Listen to our episodes, Why Democrats Hate, Why, why Democrats Love Abortions. And uh, you can pretty much hear our takes on that. But today we wanted to talk about um, fascism. We want to talk about white supremacy. Um, for everybody, I'm sure we all know now, uh, Buffalo, New York, this white kid opened fire at this grocery store and killed um, black people, mm-hmm. um, a lot of elderly black people. And he had a manifesto and he pretty much was... No white supremacists saying talking about the Great Replacement theory, being anti-Semitic, anti-Black, all that stuff, and so now we have the conversation of this is Trump's fault, this is Tucker Carlson's fault, the media, this 4chan. is Four uh, Chan's fault, this is gaming's fault, this is Twitch's fault. Um, that kids, I think he was eighteen or or not eighteen, but he was young. Yeah, he was eighteen or eighteen. He just yeah, turned eighteen are becoming radicalized so much that they literally are out here shooting and hunting black people, had a gun, had the N-word on it, and just being wild. So we wanted to talk about this because obviously this is revisionist history. White supremacy has been around since at least America's been around. Um, So I don't know why we're doing this thing where we're acting like all this stuff is new. Same thing like with transphobia, like... Oh, they're coming for the trans rights next. When have trans people had rights? Maybe I've missed out on something. When have anybody in the LGBTQ plus community had rights? I mean, we can get married, but besides that, maybe maybe I'm living in the alternate universe. Because down here, there ain't no rights. Ain't no rights at work. Ain't no rights at none of that stuff. So we just want to talk about that and, and just talk about how our eyes... For a lot of people have been, we've had wool over it. And, and we thought that there was progress. People thought that things were changing. But uh, now it's a day of reckoning and we're pretty much seeing uh, nothing has changed. So, KT, I think you wanted to talk a little bit about um, in white households, how white supremacy is just the norm. So much so that y'all don't even call it white supremacy. Yeah. So, um, a lot of you guys may not know, but 
I obviously I'm white. And so a lot of when I was growing up, we were constantly going to all these museums here in the south. Now, as a kid, you don't really you don't really think about you going to these museums and you don't process what you're looking at and things like that. But as I'm grown now and I'm looking back at it, all of these museums that we were going to were Civil War museums that were specific to, um, yeah, the Civil War. Like, it, it was surrounded around white supremacy. It was surrounded around the rebel flag. It was surrounded around certain things like that. Um, and I bring this up because I know for a fact that we're not the only white family that does this. And we're not the only white people that does this. And it's not like something that someone goes and says, well, you know, uh, we are white supremacists and we love it. We're the KKK. Like, they don't outwardly say that when they're indoctrinating you into this type of thing. It's a normal, it's normal. It's a, nor it's a normal thing that your white parents take you to white supremacist places to indoctrinate you into this culture right and so um i posted on twitter i feel like i feel like whenever we're talking about something like this like where uh a white person goes in, uh, to different places and shoots and kills black people like it's always where we talk about it in an individualized sense as opposed to it being a culture as opposed to it being uh, systematic, as opposed to it being a massive thing that's literally been going on. It's not a singular issue. It's not a, a deviant uh, from American culture. It's not um, something that's weird or anything along those lines. America, like Gabby said, was completely built on white supremacy, right? It was built upon the idea that white people are superior over everyone. So, with that being said... Yeah, it has to be, we have to come up with a way to divert people from talking about this in a way that it seems like, okay, well, this is just the media's fault. This is just the blah, blah, blah's fault. No, it's the entirety of the system. It's the entire culture that white children, white people are putting their children into and indoctrinating their children into, whether it is intentional or not. It's, it's all of it. It has to be destroyed. But, yeah, that, that's... I went on a rant, but, yeah. No, I want you to go in deeper into that. But I, I want to add, um, for those who don't know, I was forced to go to a private school, K-13. through I would call it uh, white supremacist light, evangelical Christian. And, uh, like, grown now that I'm grown... And I'm looking at it. I can see why I came out that joint being a coon. Because literally all the people that we learned about obviously were white. All the teachers were white. Black people and brown people were only regulated, of course, to being, you know, the custodians or maybe coaching the team here or there. No black pastors were ever talked about. No black speakers ever came unless they were talking about, like, they're from Africa or they from the hood and they finna take everybody to the hood. Um, the no black... We, there was no black 
anything. Mm -hmm. And that reinforces something. If you're a child growing up in that, all the smart people are white. All the people who have good things, all the people who have good doctrine, all the people who have good biblical analysis are white. All the people who have made contributions to America are white. And black people are either a group of people that need to be saved from themselves or they're a group of people that are just so ignorant and wayward there is no saving. And so that's that's pretty much the culture that I was brought up in in that school. And so I can see how if I didn't have the little bit of, if I didn't have the interactions with my family and the church members, it would have been a done deal. But as far as a white person growing up in that, yeah, that was 100% white supremacist, fascist indoctrination. And if I go up to them and tell them that right now, they will say I'm oh, out of my mind. Oh, no, absolutely not. And that's what that's what I've t- told you about so many times. It's like you may think that white people don't know what they're doing and that we are so ignorant um, that we just do not know what white supremacy is. We need to be educated. We need to be understood. We need to understand it. We built this shit. We created the playbook. We know what white supremacy is. We make it a personality trait. Mm -hmm. We make it a lifestyle. We make... Uh, literally at any point, at any way, we're going to push white supremacy. There's literally never a time that we're not. No. And I don't want anyone to sit up here and think that, like, white people don't know that. Because white supremacy is our normal. That's us every single day. It's not something that we just wake up one day and say, okay, well, now I'm going to go shoot up a school. Okay, well, now I'm going to go shoot up a, a grocery store. No, it starts from the very beginning. Even if we think about, like, birth, think about something that's really interesting is the way that white supremacy, like, manifests itself as a white person throughout and reinforces itself throughout your entire life. Think about your parent as a a white person. Your parent is white, and they go to the doctor, right? And you're in their stomach. And if you're white, we know that you're going to get way better treatment from the doctors. You're going to be believed more. You're, you're literally going to be able to get prenatal care and things like that way more than black people, indigenous people, brown people are going to, right? And so that's reinforcing that white is better. Then once you get into school, guess what? Like Gabby said, white people are looked at as the smarter, the better, the whatever, Okay, and that reinforces it. And then you go into college. Who's graduating more? More white people. And then you go, like, it's just every single part, whether it be food, where white people have better access to food in better neighborhoods, whether, like, literally at every sense of American culture, of a United States culture, white supremacy is normalized. And here's the thing. Let's let's go back to the root of it. Let's go back to the inception of America. And this this should be enough to make people be like, oh yeah, duh, white supremacy is not some French thing. It's literally right. everywhere. It's literally has to do with everything in life. White people came here to evade taxes. The only reason. Us as black people are here 
is to work for them so that they can be rich and live good lives. The purpose for us being here was not to live a good life. The purpose for us to be here was to be the mules and to do everything for them so they can parlay. Okay? Slavery is over. whoop de doo We're still in similar situations. We're still living in the same neighborhoods. We're still regulated to those similar jobs that we did back then. Mm-hmm. So what really has changed? Yeah, you have one or two. But if for some reason uh, the entire Senate, the entire Congress was just black, brown, indigenous, do you think there wouldn't be a revolution in like two seconds? We have our place. White supremacy, fascism says this is the way that nature goes. White people should always be in charge. White people should always be in control. It don't matter if you're in a predominantly black city like we are now. White (laughs) people run this show. They are the owners of the businesses. They are the ones following, uh, funding the politicians. They are the ones determining our wages. If for some reason that were to change, if for some reason things were to flip and the marginalized people were the ones in power, the entire system would collapse. Because that is the that is the glue along with capitalism mm-hmm. that's keeping uh, this whole American system together. Yep. And I think you want to talk about how you know whiteness was used to erase the identities of the Europeans that came in order to keep those Europeans that are already here in power. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I was watching a uh, YouTube video. I'll make sure to link it. But it is uh, a black woman who wrote this book about the history of whiteness. And it was really interesting to me because, like, as a white person, right, we, we don't identify as a, a Euro-American like we actually are. And we don't identify as someone who came from Europe. We are literally white So anyway, during the 1920s, 1930s, a ton of immigrants came over from Europe. Uh, Majority Italians came came over from Europe. And um, a lot of Americans, just like now, they were like, we've got to do something with these immigrants. Um, They were being extremely terrible people. They were basically just doing exactly what they do to Hispanic and Mexican people now. And so... um, FDR and the New Deal came along, and someone in Congress did not want it to pass because they were like, hey, we've got all these immigrants, and they're not going to benefit, so what do we do? So they basically made sure that the Italian immigrants were integrated into this new bill so that they would be considered white instead of Italian, right? And how you and everyone else knows, what did the New New Deal do? It put white people in better housing, and it put black people in worse housing or no housing at all. So, and it was racist, obviously. We know that, too. So all of these tons of Italians... uh, 
that were immigrants and the current white Euro-Americans that were here benefited from this bill, thus creating generational wealth and, you know, continuing whiteness. Um, at that time, a lot of white people had also went off to war and died. So in their brains, what did they say? Oh, guess what? We're getting rid of these white people. We've got to figure out a way to replace them now. And so then they were integrated, basically. Yeah, does that make sense? So, so what was the point of the integration? The point of the integration was to make sure that more white people continued to be in power. Exactly. And, and that's, that is really the point of fascism. Fascism is about power and control. It's about yep. hierarchies, the hierarchies of gender, of race, of sexuality. By saying this is the way things are, any deviation from that, from the norm, is, is unnatural. And um, so what we have now is, again, this is, when I, when I read about fascism, and from the books and from the videos and stuff like that, I'm like, okay. So America has always been fascist. I don't understand Literally. when that supposedly wasn't happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe somebody else can explain that to me. But it seems like, just like with everything else, it's only fascism now because the white people are getting scared and they're getting affected. I feel like that's the only reason why it's like, oh, it's fascism. But it's always been fascism for black indigenous people. It was fascism from the jump. It's always been fascism for trans people. It's always been fascism for, for anybody who didn't fit into the box. Who did not adhere to the normalcy yeah. of white supremacy. Absolutely. And that's why we always have to, that's why we have to move away from it. We have to stop thinking and we have to stop uh, teaching. We have to stop uh, integrating this ideology that this system, that this white supremacist thought process is normal because it is absolutely not the only way and not normal. Well, I, th I feel like that's, that's the main thing that will help combat it. Just call it out all the time. Just be like, if all y'all, this bullshit that y'all pushing, this is white supremacy. Why aren't black people here? Why aren't indigenous people here? Why are y'all yeah. the ones uh, controlling all the wealth? Not that we want to be a part of capitalism. But if you just bring it out like that, because by us just playing the game that things are all right, you're not going to be prepared when somebody come out and they're this uh, raging person and, and over here shooting everybody because don't nobody know what to look for. Don't nobody know... Don't nobody know nothing. That's why people are now just looking at, wait, there's white supremacists out here now? What do you mean? I think it's uh, interesting because the thing is, is that the way the media flips it, right? They, they make it seem like it is an only um, right wing, it's only a conservative type situation. When in actuality, like we, we literally just talked about, White supremacy is everything. It's everything we know here in America, in U.S., in U.S. culture, how we're born into it, how we're integrated into it, how we're taught, how we eat, how we sit around the table. Like, literally everything revolves around it. Exactly. And so, yeah. So, yeah, that's really what we want to talk about. That, and then, to just stop this rhetoric about 
they're coming for the rights of the women. <laughs> they're coming for the rights of the trans women. Y'all are Reactionary. living in a bubble. Y'all are living in a bubble. I don't know if it's because you're in the North. I don't know if it's because you got money, you're in yeah. the West or whatever. This stuff is not new. This tells me you don't listen to nobody mm-hmm. except for people that look like you and get what you got going on. Because never in my life have I thought, Oh, we are in a. I am in a great place as a black, uh, trans masculine person in America. I'm in a great place in the world. I can do whatever it is I want to do. I have never thought that because it's not true. I don't know who's in fed y'all these lies and stuff like that. And because y'all didn't know this, now y'all acting surprised. But that is just indicative that y'all weren't listening. In the first place. So that means for you. Anybody that's surprised. You need to be listening. You need to be finding people. I don't care if it's on Twitter. I don't care if it's in a book. YouTube. Finding these marginalized people. That are talking about this stuff. While you trying to theorize. And trying to figure out what's going on. That's already been working on this stuff. And just fall in line. And do whatever the heck they say. Literally. I also want to add. They're not going to be the people. That have hundreds of thousands of views. If you're looking on YouTube. Or wherever else. This is not going to be a bestseller book. Um, this is going to be literally just like us, someone who gets literally no views, no listens, no nothing, basically, um, who knows what the fuck we're talking about because we've literally lived these experiences and we've had to go through these things, right? So take it from us, take it from the queer people, take it from black people, take it from queer black people, indigenous people. Not these white supremacist uh, streamers making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of you. Right. So the call to action would be back to the main thing, which is organized, which is to get with people. Start, get your political education up. Let's let do that first. Let's get our political education yeah. up. Meet up with people. Read, learn, and organize. Because that's literally the only thing that's going to fight this stuff. We have to raise the consciousness of the people. There are marginalized people that are still asleep. There's marginalized people that's like, oh, they coming for us. Like, they ain't, they ain't been coming the whole time. So we have to raise the consciousness and we have to organize the people. Because there is, I won't lie, there is a more extreme group of people that are popping up their heads. They're feeling emboldened now. Um... And that's where organization comes. You have to be. You have to have the the organization, the power, the resources to be able to defend yourself. Because if, like we said, this is a white supremacist country, the white supremacist country is going to defend the white supremacists. Literally. The white supremacist country is not going to protect you from the white supremacists. No. So that's that's why. No, no matter how much you vote, no matter how much you uh, go out here and. Uh, Make petitions, sign petitions. They're not going to defend you at any cost. No. No. So, yeah. If you if you have, especially if you have the resources, you need to be giving that to the, your local organizations that are doing this work. Because, hey, we're going to need to get guns. We're going to need to get protection. We're going to need to get whatever it is that we need. Because we see the government don't care if you live or die at this point. The government is literally, it's giving me Bioshock vibes now. We are at a point of decline. So we literally are all we have. The time for looking at a politician is over. If somebody's telling you to look at a politician, <laughs> they literally want you dead at this point. So, yeah, that, that's all I got.
Oh, way to scare the folks. But I want to add, I mean, if you think, if you genuinely think about it, it is scary. And we have to come to terms with the fact that if we do want real liberation from this capitalist, white supremacist, country, ideology, thoughts, whatever, we have to come to the terms with the fact that we may just die trying to get to it. Trying yeah. to get that liberation for others, and we have to be ready for that. And we it, have, and just yeah, like but, these, you know, I th- I'm looking at like uh, these white supremacists and stuff who are like, like they say, fringe groups who are obviously terrorists and who are obviously terrible people, KKK supporter, rebel flag supporter type shit. Um, they all have guns. They all stock up food on top of food on top of food, right? And I'm not saying go to that extreme, like food on top of food, but I am saying that since this country is in support of those people, if we don't get our shit together, if we don't start uh, gathering supplies to help each other long term, then it's possibility... That yeah, we're literally like, if 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 a war popped out today, we'd all die. Like all leftist people, we'd just be dead because we have no consensus consensus on certain things. Except you know maybe t- t- smaller yeah Medicare for all or smaller issues. And so, I also think that this is where we have to think about like community type things as opposed to thinking worldly, right? You want to start tiny. You want to start like. Just Gabby and I hanging out and trying to figure out what can we do for our community, a garden uh, that can, you know, not sustain people, but give them some extra food throughout the year or um, this or that. Like you have to theorize what you really need to do for your community and your area, Yeah, not outside of that first. Well, I, I don't Does think there's anything sense? wrong with thinking internationally or thinking nationally, ultimately. Because you're going to have well, to no, team up with there. other people yeah. uh, while you work within your community. But one thing uh, that this did remind me of, we're going we're gonna to let y'all go, is that I was just looking at, you know, there was a lot of white tears after that Roe v. Wade thing came out. Right. And again, I was like, I don't, like... In Mississippi, you can barely find an abortion clinic. Yeah. Um, St. Louis, I mean, Missouri, there's no Yeah, so I was like, okay, there's that. But y'all over here crying. Y'all over here making six figures, seven figures. If y'all don't put y'all little crunchy dollars together and drive people to abortion clinics so they can get abortions and shut up, like, what the hell? I, I guess that's just being a, from a... Being at this frame point when it's like we have to do it ourselves. Right. The, those people are just so used to having the government, the the middle class and the rich are so used to having the government attend to all their needs and their rights that even the the thought of having to lift a finger is like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna faint. So <laughs> yes, there's no reason why they're over why anybody with no money or nothing is over here crying. If you don't go out there and get shit done that needs to be done if we're seeing okay trans people in this state they cannot get the care that they need if y'all don't have a doggone shuttle bus just picking people up and driving them to where they need to go and funding their uh their surgeries and stuff like that and shut up i don't want to hear it like all of these things 
can literally be accomplished with ourselves. And the thing about it is, the thing with organization and numbers is they're not going to be able to lock up every single person in America. They're not going to be able to lock up every single person in your neighborhood. That's why there's power in numbers. That's why you have to organize. So, yeah, I saw the thing, and I was like, damn, this messed up. But I was like, the people that's crying are the people that's not really, y'all get, y'all go and fly and get abortions anyway. So yep. I didn't. I didn't understand that. But yes, just mainly to the main point, build your we have to build our power. That's it. Yeah. That's literally it. That's all we can give you and read and educate yourself. I'll put some links to some some good stuff I've been listening to and reading um that may uh, help fire you up too. Yep, that's it. All right, guys. Well, this has uh, been Gabby. Oh, before we go. Yes, if you'd like to contribute to the work we are doing, <laughs> the, the redistribution of funds, the community fridge designs, you can do so. If you would like to give us actual physical supplies for the garden, you can do so. We will figure out a location to get that popping. If you would like to, if you're in the Memphis area and you would like to help us out with the work that we are doing, you can do so. Just email us or hit that little link tree thing, Majigger, and we will be very grateful. This has been Gabby and Katie, and this has been Building Our Power.